When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Ben. This is Adolf. And I'm Calvin. We're Telehope, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Welcome to another episode of Tobin Tonight. Listen, normally I introduce the guests, but you guys seem like you are willing and ready to tell people who you are. So I'm going to let you tell them who you are, what you're all about. Go for it. Yeah, Perfect. so we are Telehope. We're a band, a three-piece indie pop band from Cincinnati, Ohio. We've all been best friends for pretty much our whole lives. This is Calvin on my right. I met him in a hospital. Yeah, we met in a hospital, story. actually. Crazy um, story. He, uh, I had blood all over me. Dude, he had blood all over me. It's insane. I was, like, crying. My mom was crying. I was crying. crying. <laughs> my dad was crying. Everybody's crying. Uh, so Calvin and I... We're brothers. We're brothers. My name. Okay, that explains it because I was just about to say, like, why if Calvin wasn't crying and everyone else was crying, I'm like, does Calvin know he's okay? No, I was fine. I was fine. I was finally. I was finally here. It's finally here. Uh, my name's Ben. I'm Calvin's older brother, and this is my name's Adolf. And yeah, we've been best friends for like oh, well over ten years now. And so we just kind of grew up together and kind of all fell in love with music at the same time. And one thing led to another, and now we're in a band. And so we, was he was he in the hospital with you guys? No, no, no. Was not there. I'm in a different hospital. A different <laughs> one. No, there, there's been some times where we should have been in hospitals together. Sure. Uh, I I think we uh, kicked a soccer ball in Adolf's face oh, face yeah. one time. That was sad. Bleeding profusely. My, my nose bled like literally for like two hours. <laughs> And I started like getting my headed and it was. it was my fault. I kicked him in the head. It's all good. So, so wait, was the band already formed at this point or was this like the initiation? Uh, yeah, it's like it's a hazing, hazing kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we were, we had been a band for, for a bit and I uh, was just playing some soccer outside and, and I just kicked the ball and Adolf didn't see it, I think. And it just, boom, it hit me in the head the and it's crazy. That, that is when you see a press release the next day when you go on Instagram. It's like, Telehope has broken up. It's like, man, what what happened? And then it's like... Well, Adolf died. Well, yeah, yeah. But. No, it's just like, there was, there was creative differences. And then we just... And then there was like, for five years, people are like, whatever happened to them? And then one day they do like a HBO special. And it's like, literally a soccer ball hit him in the face. And he yeah. was done. And then everyone's like, we, we, you amped it up as if it was a big deal. And that happens every day to people. Right. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. That's but why yeah, we went on hiatus. Yes, yeah, that was the hiatus. No, we've we love sports. We've been into sports for our whole lives. Yeah. Always doing football. I mean, like we're always over here at my house playing football or basketball, basketball soccer, whatever it, whatever it is. Throwing a throwing a frisbee or football at rest stops on tour. Like <laughs> Yes. Always doing yep. something. I, I wanna ask you, because where I'm Canadian, has hockey ever come up on one of these sports things so we keep some ice with us okay so we can skate yeah like at a rest stop yeah we'll get our sheet of ice out and then we'll just kind of skate around we have, believe it or not we have a whole semi truck that has ice in it 
And at a at like a, a truck stop, we just we have this little bowl. We just put the ice in there. We grab our. It's skates. like it's like one of the big like refrigerated box trucks. Okay. They just like let us in the back, and we've got these like little goals and like mini hockey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy. But we only play for money. So we invite yeah. anybody at a truck stop. Say, right. hey, we have extra skates. Are you into hockey? And they're like, oh yeah, we play. So what? What's your what's your team? What's your team that you root for? Uh, ourselves because we're, yeah. we're okay we're the best fair. yeah oh, okay I, I so, see how it is fortunately that was all a lie uh we never played hockey. i've never played hockey, never played hockey I've, i skated a couple times i've skated like three times in my life i used to play there was like mini this is real now there was we would play like carpet hockey on our knees with like mini little mini sticks mm -hmm. growing up with like neighborhood kids um so that's that's my only exposure to hockey See, Adolf, Adolf gets it. You two, what are you guys doing? You guys are out. We were, out uh, I've been to a hockey game. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. I've been to a hockey game. I didn't really, I've been to a hockey weird. game. Well, weird. okay. The only hockey game I've been to, it was dollar beer night. So people would drink a ton of beer and then make these pyramids of beer cans against the glass. So that yes. get checked into the boards, all the cans just yeah, boom, go everywhere. That's, that's, fair. that's fair. I, I like that you like rib, you rib the host. How dare you? How dare you guys? <laughs> You were talking a little bit about more or less how the band formed the name. I like the name because it's kind of, I like when people come up with creative names. Like my backstory is now people make fun of me, but that's okay. Uh, when I was like 16, I wanted to create my own band. But this is like the time where like there was Fallout Boy, there was like Panic at the Disco. The song titles had nothing to do with the song. Yep, like yeah. I remember playing an NHL game where literally like you're a kid. So you're trying to download the music on LimeWire and invade your computer with viruses. Sorry, computer. Sorry. But it was like, my lawyer said, if I don't change the name of this, I'm like, why don't you just call it something simple? So a 12 year old can download this. But mm -hmm. like, I, I would just emphasize the name. I'm like, how did they come up with fallout boy? What is panic at the disco? So I was like, man, I gotta be creative. So I came up with my favorite color blue and because it's like an emo stage going on the go, it was like death. So it was like bleth. And I was like, Wait. I was like people are going to be confused going to a concert of mine. This is, I'm not even musically inclined. I had it all thought out. I was like, man, people are going to think like I'm like heavy metal and I'm just going to be like this pop punk guy. And then they're going to be like, I went to a bleth concert. It fucking sucked. And I'd be like, wow, that's hurtful. But I yeah 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 exactly yeah oh my god i didn't even think of that that would be horrible can you imagine my first tour and it's like yeah i went to see his concert or be like was it tmz or something would run up like went to a concert last night it was blah and i'd be like <laughs> i'd be like can you just add the t or the h at the end so it sounds better but then i'd be like known as a one-hit wonder but i want to ask you guys like how did you come up with telehope because i think you kind of referred to it as like looking into the distance or there's hope in the distance now it sounds great but Tell me the thought process because yeah. I'm sure there was other names that came across and like Calvin was like, shut the fuck up. I don't like this name. And you were like, Ben, you were just like, Calvin, you're not even a part of this group yet. Yeah, that, that was pretty much how it went. So a long time ago in high school, Adolf and I were in a band. Calvin was not in the band yet. Mm -hmm. And we were called Undivided. And we decided that that was not a great name. And talking about it. that sounds great. Can you imagine going on like going on stage? I want your undivided attention. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> so many puns with that. But the, like every company is like, if you Google so many... undivided, 
it's just like millions yeah. of things. Bad for oh, okay, okay. Bad for yeah. So uh, we, we were writing songs. We released some songs. So it was, it was a fun high school time. And uh, one day we got a message on Twitter from a girl who said she uh, was considering suicide and uh, heard one of our songs and said it really gave her hope, gave her like a, you know, a new perspective on life, like a spark of a spark of life that she needed to keep going. And so she reached out and, and told us that, and that kind of blew our minds. We, we had no idea that music could impact somebody's heart that way. And like, just totally change your perspective in like a, like an instant and just kind of give you some hope to keep going. So we knew we wanted to change our name and I was like, okay, Adolf, we're going to change our name, but it has to have something to do with hope because that's really cool. And I think that's what we should do. That's a, that's a cool purpose. So we spent every Monday night at Starbucks for the next literally like six months, just with Google Docs. We, we had like a Google uh, Doc of like hundreds and hundreds of names. Yeah. And, and we would look on like Pinterest, like Instagram, everywhere possible for inspiration and we just had so many ideas. I remember two of them. One was Adolf and the Jingle Poops. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it was a big one. And another one was Why Pandas Why. Yep, Why Pandas Why. And I that don't. Sounds, that sounds. That sounds kind of like I like that one. Why Pandas Why? Because people. That's more, that's more like Bleh. Yeah. No. Bleh. No. 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 Don't. Don't put it in the same category. Bleh. Bleh was Bleh. That was just horrible. Yeah. That, yeah. that was like a. That was like a sixteen-year-old like making a Pixo page and was like, hey. I've got five minutes. Let's combine two words. And those were the first two that came. I was lazy. I was lazy. Yeah. If I was a six-year-old now creating this podcast, I would just call it tea time. And then someone's like, is this like a golf podcast? I'm like, no, the guy just doesn't want to put in any effort to put up a name. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, didn't Fallout Boy have an album cover that had pandas on it or bears? It had a bear on it. I don't know. Yeah. You're, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel like they had like a bear that was playing something like, you know, fallout boy just is at this point. It is fallout boy. My favorite kind of go-to story with fallout boy for me is just, I grew up on like backstreet boys and sync. So I like that. And then they used to have these things called, uh, in Canada, it's like the much music video awards. It's kind of like mm. the MTV awards, but you get so used to watching your own favorite groups win. And then you fall out literally and then you were like, oh, okay, this new band just won an award. And I'm like, fuck this new band. I hate them. <laughs> like, they took an award away from, like, Avril Lavigne. And I'm like, I mm -hmm. fucking hate that. And the next minute, like, five minutes later, I'm like, do you even know their music? I'm like, no, let me go listen to it. I'm like, all right, that's fine. They can have one, I guess. They can have one award. And then now when they're up for an award or an achievement, I'm like, Fall Out Boy better get that award. Like, yeah, you know, awesome. yeah. sometimes when it's like going into that, was it the rock and roll hall of fame? There are certain points that I have to put on my integrity and be like, Hey, does fallout boy deserve to be in like the rock and roll hall? No, they don't. I like them, but not rock and roll hall of fame, maybe a different hall of fame, but that's just, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'll, 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 I'll let you be in that one, but isn't it like the rock and roll hall of fame? Is that in Cleveland, Ohio? It's in, is that in Cleveland? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. No, Canton no. is the pro football. No, that's pro football. Pro football. Yeah, that's yeah. in Ohio. Oh, good. One for me. I want to ask you, like, I know you're not in Cleveland per se, but how do you feel about Drew Carey? He's an Ohio guy. Um, is he the comedian? 
Yeah, there you go. And I also, actually, I actually don't know. I've never is. seen anything really with Drew Carey. <laughs> that's, that's fair. The only reason, so as a kid growing up in Canada, the only reason I know of Ohio is number one, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and also oh, yeah. because of Drew Carey had his own show. And in the intro, it says Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. Now, Cincinnati guys, I guess you don't like Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland's okay. Cleveland's, Actually, right. Cleveland's yeah. okay. I like Cleveland. Okay. We, we typically than you think. Historically, we have a rivalry because the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals football team. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but I went there on vacation with my wife a couple of years ago, and I was like, "This is actually a really cool place." I keep on seeing things on like TikTok and Instagram because it shows you like the algorithm and sometimes you repeat seeing things. Oh. I'm not like really big into basketball. Like I've only gotten into it like the last two or three years, but there, there's a player that apparently, I think he was on the Bulls, the Nets or like the Knicks. And then they are, I think he, he was on Cleveland, but he left. And then they asked him in an interview, like, what do you think about Cleveland? He's like, no one goes there. Why would anyone go there? It's like, it's shit. And I was like, that's a little bit too honest. It's like, you know, that's not, yeah. that's not. Columbus, Columbus is way cooler than Cleveland. Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. But yeah. I'd like, Columbus I, I've never been, but yeah. I want to ask you a little bit more about like the music side of things. Now you kind of started off saying how you made this band, the name, but like, when did you really kind of dive into it of saying, okay, we could do this more than just like, Hey, this is fun on the side. Like when did you kind of put on the business hat? Cause I feel like every, just say garage band or every person who goes and does a karaoke night is like, Oh, right. We can do this. But like, yeah. it's always like, there's one person that's like, yeah, it's just for fun. Calm down. But there's always that one that like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so during 2016, I had a internship at a pop production studio in Nashville. And at that time we were still figuring out what our name should be. And I had originally gone down to Nashville to learn how to produce and uh, mix and master music better and start my own studio. Um, Cause I, I produce all of Telehope's music. I always have, maybe not always will, but I, I've done it so far. And when I was in Nashville, I learned uh, somebody in the studio was like, yeah, bands don't just make it big uh, overnight anymore. It's, they don't like, that's just not a thing where they just boom, all of a sudden somebody gives them exposure and in one day they're just like famous. And I was like, I guess I never really thought of that, like how bands make it big. So at that point I was kind of hooked on answering that question. How does a band make it big? And my perspective switched from, I'm going to start a studio to, okay, I want to do this for real. We've had high school bands, but now let's, let's do this for real. So the whole time in Nashville, I, I asked everybody I could, what's, what's your opinion? Like, how does a band make it big. And I got tons of great different answers. I wrote that all down in a big Google doc, Google doc spreadsheet thing, brought it back to the guys when I came home that summer. And I was like, all right, let's do this for real. Here's what I learned. Here's what we should do. And everyone was all in and we we're like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's set some goals. Um, let's like finish our album. Let's do a hometown. Let's sell out our hometown headliner and just start like opening for bands and doing tours and stuff like that. So that was kind of the, the turning point when uh, I came home from Nashville. I, I learned a lot and I was like, guys, let's do this for real. And that was a lot of fun to start doing that. I think a lot of times people think it just kind of happens by accident. And I've heard, 
I think it was Matt Healy from the 1975 said like, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And so instead of just like working and hoping it happens and like, Oh cool. We made it big. Like you have to work every single day and put in hours every day that like nobody sees and like work at it. Like it's a full-time job until it starts to become a full-time job. So just working a little bit every single day and building off, you know, the last thing and setting goals and, then just having everybody in on it and everybody working hard in different avenues is like essential. I like that you brought up Matt Healy. Cause I, I like the 1975. So that's like another one that my friend got me hooked on when I was in like university. But I like that because I believe I'm going to just check my notes here, but it's like uh, calling your name that song. I feel mm-hmm. like not, I feel like it could be a compliment. I don't know how people take it when you compare them to other artists, but like, I feel like that gives me kind of 1975 vibes even when I seen it, I, I'm just trying to remember where I seen it. I think it might've been either an ad on Spotify or maybe I was like scrolling through and the algorithms like you're a podcaster. You like, like new music. Here's one for you. And I'm like, thanks algorithm. But next time ask for consent before you give me awesome. names and artists. But like, I think that came across and I like the beat and I'm one of these people that yeah, lyrics are great, but I feel like I get more enticed with the beat of a song and then the lyrics kind of come after. So I kind of was like, Oh, it's like, okay, no, no one has sung yet, but I like the beat. So let's see what the words are. Cause it was like, it's like, I took a poo on the toilet. I'd be like, I don't understand how that works with this, but I'll still download it. But I like that the song at least was more nice. I felt like it were related to me, which is a good thing. Cause that's what you want people to listen to and right. download it for. But exactly. the hook, the hook and just the melody of it all. I was like, okay, now you got me. Cause there are other songs that it's, I will defend and saying like, I get the message. I don't really like the kind of, I guess the instrumental part of it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like sure. I like Katy Perry's firework, but like, doesn't really explain anything to me. I'm like, all right, how am I a firework Katy Perry? You never felt like a plastic bag floating through the wind. No, I'm sorry, Katy Perry. If you do, like we're here to help you, but I've never. And if someone, I I feel like there's a group on Facebook, like plastic bag group. And I'd be like, that's your audience, Katy Perry. These are the people you were talking to. (laughs) Yeah. Just one day I will see someone in Newfoundland Canada with a plastic bag on their head. I'd be like, Katy Perry got your new fan right here. But then it's just a leaps fan. So, right. yeah, Yeah, that's fair you guys are opened. I am assuming about the depression and anxiety. Like I'm a person that has a disability. I'm opened about disability. I like people that are open with about depression and anxiety, but like, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about, it, it might sound corny to say, but like, number one, why are you opened about it? And like, was it something that you went through and then you're like, Hey, if I'm going through it, maybe if I said my story, someone else would. Cause I feel like not everyone is people go through it and they're like, Hey, that's just me. I've, I've overcome it. So you're going to overcome it by yourself. So middle finger, but (laughs) why did you kind of become open with it? I guess I, I struggled with depression more in high school. And I, I think for me, writing through what I was feeling helped me to overcome it in a way. I think more than anything, just acknowledge that it existed because in, in my experience, not acknowledging something that's happening, that thing is more likely to overcome you and keep progressing. And if, unless you bring attention to it and awareness to it, it's not just going to 
you know, go away necessarily. So I, I think in order to think through my thought process, why I was feeling the way I was feeling, what I wanted to feel instead of that and recognizing like that also didn't, you know, define who I was. It was just an experience I was experiencing. I wanted everybody else to know that. And if that helps other people, like that's, that's awesome. Cause I think there's a lot of people I know and a lot of fans that I've talked to that it's really, really hard for them to kind of come out of their shell and talk about that thing because nobody around them has ever talked about that thing. So they might think it's just to like just their experience and it shouldn't be talked about. It's kind of scary almost. So I think that's important for, for what we're doing. And that's kind of our whole, like our whole goal and mission with what we're doing is to bring awareness to the, the darkness and the, the, the things that kind of haunt us because I think only then can we overcome once we bring awareness to it. I feel like there's, there's like a lot of strength in knowing that you're not alone, like in your struggle and that there are people who are fighting for you and who love you and who are experiencing the same thing. So if we can talk about it in an open way, that's not letting it define who you are, but acknowledging that it exists and then working on growing, just being open and honest about it is really important. I see posts all the time and, and maybe it's just because I, as soon as you like something, it's almost like Instagram is almost like, Oh, you like that. So let's continue. And I'm like, I liked it because of the message and like it to see it 24 seven. But it was like, yeah, I get like the sad song in the background and then someone either sitting out in the rain or something. And then it shows you a message. And I'm just like, that's kind of depressing in itself, but okay. Mm-hmm. And then the message is like, don't give up. And I'm like, I, thank you. That's going to keep me alive for another day. It's like, it just vague. Right. So it's like, sometimes when you actually see messages, like, listen, Kobe's gone, but there are some things that when Kobe says, I'm just still like, damn, it's like some people call him a jerk. I'm like, that is legit things that you should keep in life. Like mm-hmm. there's one that I think I saved that it was literally like, he talks about failure or when people quit and it's like, you know, you didn't, you didn't fail. Like you only fail if you just stop doing what you're doing. Like, yeah, you're going to hit bumps along the way, but you don't quit. And I was just like, all right. Like some people might be like, what a dick. How dare you say that? It's like, what about if I just wanted a different job? I'm like, okay, well you didn't quit. You just went in a different direction. So, sure. but social media, I find can be a little bit picky in terms of like, now you have a lot of people with fake accounts and then they'll like come mm-hmm. after you for st- stuff. And I'm like, all right, that doesn't help mental health at all or depression. Yeah. I've had ones where I will go on my Twitter, Instagram and be like, yeah, you, you just interview people. You're a loser. I'm like, all right. So how do we spin that in a positive? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So then the next time I post something, I'll just be like, Hey, I'm the loser that talks to people. And someone else will be like, you're not a loser. I'm like, I can't win. What am I? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Tell me, but I want to ask you just because, especially in the male point of view, talking about like mental health, depression, like, do you find it like harder in that sense? Like I, I'll put on my Dr. Phil hat and maybe the worst accent ever, but like when, uh, did you, did you open up to Calvin and did you open up to uh, Adolf and like, you know, talk to them about this issue? Especially me and Adolf. Um, we just kind of, we've, we've known each other for, 10, 12 years, a long time. And, and being friends for so long, we just kind of, I think it became less of a, like, Hey, I need to talk to you about something. And more like, yeah, today sucks or whatever. Like not, 
bringing so much hype to it. Yeah. And, and then, like, I got a great story for you. Right. And he's like diving in and he's like, today fucking, and he's like, right. Well, you built it up. It's such right. a good thing. Yeah. Right. No, no. And, and like every day we, we work out every morning and some days it's like, yeah, yesterday sucked or not looking forward to today or I don't know. Just, just, it's, yeah. it's, it's everyday conversation now. I also um, think like there, there are things in life that are ridiculously essential and helpful for like fighting depression and anxiety. And for example, like working out, being with people in community and uh, like playing sports and like it chemically and scientifically helps, but people get stuck in a cycle of just like, being alone and being quiet about everything. And when you really just need to go outside, go to the gym, <laughs> go run, take a walk, turn off social media, like be with friends and just be open and honest. So I think also just like building habits with one another, doing sports and working out and talking and being good listeners and doing that. And then finding friends and family who will connect in the same way is like super essential too to having like a balanced life. Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know you're thinking who doesn't, but ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. I want to go off that point because when you're talking about balanced life, I, I feel like I'm like turning into like this, like 2020 questions. Like oh, I'm going to take their points and then create questions, but it's just, I'm not here to pinpoint. It's just, I think it's interesting because we've had other artists on that have mentioned the exact same thing, like a balanced life. And like, I want to ask in terms of COVID COVID obviously messes up a balanced life. Like for me, everything you just said, like working out, playing sports, communicating with friends, that was all a part of my repertoire when I was like, um, in Ottawa. So Ottawa, like Ottawa, Newfoundland, two different places here. But like, I then came home to Newfoundland cause there was a job here and it was just lucky that I had work during COVID. So I think that kind of kept me busy, but then the social interactions gone, the sports is gone. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got into gaming a little bit more, but then I was kind of, I, I was isolated anyway, so I felt like, okay, like I can deal with this. But then when other people started pounding that on of like, oh my God, when do you think we're getting out of COVID, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, okay, I was doing okay, but now you're making it like, I know you're trying to just communicate your issues, but I'm like, man, now you're getting me in a world when it's like, it's like at two or three in the morning and you're about to listen to a good song. And the next minute you scroll through social media. And it's like, this girl has been missing since 2005. I'm like, Oh my God, I want to read up on that. And the next minute you're like uh, awake at 4am and like, how, how the hell do you not know where she is? What happened? And then now you're like, what if I go missing? Is that going to be the same thing? So like I found COVID threw a monkey wrench into all that and made everyone a little bit more paranoid. How did you handle 
COVID. Hey, stay out of here. No, I'm just kidding. No one's there. Uh, <laughs> it's me being paranoid because of COVID. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Um, so what we did during COVID, we spent like, it was like two or three weeks in our, in our separate homes, just being at home. And then we're like, this kind of sucks. Let's do something. So, uh, at that time, our workout facilities, like gyms and stuff, they started opening back up. So it had always been my goal to have a consistent workout schedule. So I was like, Hey, Adolf, do you want to go work out with me every day at 6 AM? Just as we can. 6 AM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we started doing that every day. Uh, we'd go work out six to like 7 AM. And then our friends, uh, they lent us kind of their like old house, like for, as they, a they had like a house on their property that nobody was living in. Okay. And they were like, yeah, you can use it as a studio. So at seven 30, every single morning after we worked out, Calvin would meet us there and we would spend the next four or five hours writing music, shooting videos, things like that every single day, every weekday. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of our routine that kept us sane and kept us keep doing like creating what we wanted to create. So I got a question there for you, Calvin. So once they came back from their workouts, were they more happy to be in the studio or were they grumpy because you got like an extra hour or so sleep? (laughs) No, I think they were fine. Like they would, a lot of times they would go to Chick-fil-A and ask me if I wanted hash browns or something like that. That's nice. That's nice of them. Okay. Well, see, some, some days I would work out at 6 a.m. just oh, okay. at my house because they live kind of close together over here and I live over here. So I would okay. sometimes work out in the morning, but I wasn't going to drive 40 minutes to get to their gym at 6 a.m. I was not doing that. That's fair. I felt like they were just like excluding you where it's just like, it's like they, you text, but like, yeah. can I join? And they're just like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, no. uh, we feel sick today. It's like, I literally see you in the gym. You just sent me a Snapchat. No, we, it's a green screen. No, yeah. no, no yeah. we always had a good attitude. I feel like, cause we, yeah. we wanted to be there. So we, no one was forcing us to do that. It's also so. like, like sleep is so important. And I feel like that's what I, I really struggled with depression and anxiety, especially many years ago. And then I wasn't doing anything to help fight that. So then I would always like be up all night and then I'd be exhausted the next day. And it was just this like nasty cycle. (laughs) And then it's like, you learn that. How do you break that cycle? You get up super early. So then you're exhausted by the time like 10, 11, 12 comes around and then pass out. And then you get on like a healthy schedule generally nothing really good happens at night. Like, especially if you're just by yourself, like scrolling endlessly on social media or just like Netflix or something like that. Like it's just so valuable to sleep. And then you're more productive during the day. And like, I I would counter that counteract that with saying like last night I was watching wrestling at like four or five in the morning, like old wrestling, like WCW WWE. And I was like thinking of it when I was a kid, cause it was like 98. So I was like, Oh man, it's like when I was 98, I couldn't even watch this. And now I can do it all the time. Like it's a weekend. This is awesome. And then scroll. And then I found that thing where it was like missing person since 2005. And then I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, Oh, oh. but I who mean, that, for me, who is that behind you? Who's what behind me? Oh no, don't, don't start that. <laughs> is that uh, the missing person? No, I, I, I don't think so. I hope not. I, that that would be the part where I just start wheeling away, and then you'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> we we were joking, but he's really gone this time." 
I don't know, like for me, late night for me, it's like no one's on social media usually. So it feels like a little bit more of like I could scroll through things. I'm the only one awake. I don't know. There's like a little bit of relaxation with that. But yeah, yeah. then it's like waking up at one or two the next morning and you're like, oh man, it's like I missed a good portion of the day. Wow. I guess we'll do this again. But that's that's me. I, I feel like if I was a little bit more healthy in terms of like a sleep schedule, I, I feel like I'm still on like a university sleep schedule. Like when you used to do papers uh, yeah. and then it's like, I'm, I'm pretty good at time organization. Like I'm not the kid who's like, Oh, papers do at 12 o'clock submit. And I'm like, all right, 11 o'clock start time. <laughs> like, no, it's probably like 10 30 and the papers done at, at 12. I'm like, all right, just got to do a few little edits. Boom. Submitted by 11 o'clock. I'm snoozing. But then I'd have a, a friend that's like, oh, it's 11 59. Can you help me? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I can't help you in a minute. But then I'd be like, all right, let's, work up an excuse for why you're such a fucking lazy piece of shit. <laughs> and then it's like, Hey, that's, that's very sincere of you. I'm like, it's just honest, Keith. It's just honest. <laughs> Keith. And, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping Keith's out there somewhere doing well. Maybe Keith is missing. We have to find mm-hmm. Keith. Mm-hmm. COVID kind of throws a monkey wrench and all that. I like how you kind of elaborate a little bit about going to the gym there, getting that underway. But like, how do you kind of keep yourself focused now? Do you would look at it now and saying, okay, we're, back to normal. Let's do music. Let's do shows. Or are you still kind of cautionary? Cause I know some bands are like, I'm going to wait it out. We're going to still promote music. We'll still do our thing, but I'm going to wait it out to see if there's like a fucking 10th wave coming. Sure. Sure. So we just got back from a tour a couple of weeks ago, actually. Like, oh, that answers it right there. You did not give a shit. You didn't give a shit. But, but I will say I, I've been like, I was kind of hesitant to do more than like two or three weeks of of touring just to kind of feel it out because i think a lot of people still are not going to concerts so in terms of like financial like money wise it's not as much you're not making as much i think touring because not as many people are going to shows still so in, in that sense i'm more hesitant to tour but i think like covid wise i think right now we're gonna play shows and if somebody doesn't want to come that's totally up to them but like um, i feel like be be super careful and be cautious but also live your life that's a good stance i feel like there will be there'll still be people on social media that be like how dare you it's like i want to go to your show but (laughs) covid and you'll be like well then like don't go they'll be like you don't want me as a fan it's like no we want you as a fan but if you're gonna be a prick about it we're also like I really haven't seen that much at all lately where everyone, where like anybody is like, um, oh, you can't tour. It's still like bad out yeah, there. Like, yeah. I, I think, I think it's that part is over. And I think it's more people are like, oh, I'm not going to go because it's not over rather than you're terrible yeah. for touring. <laughs> but maybe other people you are never know. different. Who knows? There's yeah. always somebody. What's your, uh, like, what's your go-to, I guess, when you're on like tour or like kind of comfort food? Cause I find like mine would be pizza, hot pizza has to be stuffed crust and a pineapple crush. The blow pops. I love super blow pops. You know, blow pops like the wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, no, no. I, I'll explain it to you. So uh, give me one second and I'll say why I said, wow. A few moments later. Oh, 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 oh,
Yeah. Now, see, if, if we were like, if I was like super good at like technology, I would just be like, here, have it. <laughs> have a lick. And then you'd have it. Why yeah. Like I've up? met. So uh, the, the backstory here is we live close to like little kids around the street and they know that I like candy. And um, so there's like a ball hockey tournament tomorrow and like the winner gets a, like a Stanley cup, but all the other kids get nothing. And I'm like, man, that's, that's going to be a lot of kids that are going to be like super balling because they didn't win a, a Stanley cup. So I went out to a store and I was like, give them loot bags. So I've got a couple loot bags and I threw in that's a couple so of these. Nice. So okay. Nice. Okay. That's a lot nicer than why I like them. I just like, the <laughs> man, I, I liked them. Cause when I used to go to hockey rinks, cause my brothers played like hockey, it was literally like a, a machine over there, like 20 years old. And I don't know if it was ever refilled and you'd press on it. Like, and it would give you like these fucking shitty old plastic pucks that were like candy. And I'm like, those hurt your teeth, yeah. but you just go to the canteen and they'd be like, what do you want? I'm like, give me ketchup chips, give me a pineapple crush and give me a blow pop. And then you'd go to the dentist and be like, how the fuck do I have cavities? Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you think you have cavities? I'd be like, I don't know. Like literally with a blow pop in your mouth. Like, like you're literally showing me why you have cavities. They're great. Like I, I what's your favorite flavor? I just think it's a good story. Dude, um, I, I feel like I need to talk him up because well, anytime we hit up like a gas station, he'll go in and he'll get a round of super blow pops for the boys. Yeah. Nice. He'll just come out with like a bunch of them and hand them out. Yeah. I then, love uh, I love having super blow pops with the boys. It's just fun. And okay, see, that could be taken out of context. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Should be. Luckily, luckily, I'll help you. This is what he's talking about, people. Uh, it's also... I mean, if you give me if you give me an address, like I'm not, not live on air here now, whatever, but like I can send you as a care package for doing this podcast, I will send you a package of these. No <laughs> goodness. Yeah, man. Why not? I mean, they're not expensive. They're on Amazon. You can get them for like... There, so there's big ones like these and there's like little small ones. I like the small ones because they have, um, sour, sour green or sour apple. I really like that one. Is that a super yeah. pop though? The small, this, the, no, no, the, no, the, small the, one. the small ones, they're still like the same brand name, but I just don't think they have super on them. Yeah. They're just mm. blow pops. Yeah. 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 You want super ones. All right. I will mark yeah. it down. Super blow pop is the way to go. Yeah. Super one is cavity enticing. Exactly. Those small ones you can like kind of, just have a time with, and then you don't even have to chew it. Yeah. You can just spit it out. But how many grams? Uh, yeah. I mean, this is what I'm going to call this podcast now. It's like, people are going to be like, they had, he had a band on and they talked about blow pops. I'd be like, yeah. Do you think they're going to do that on ET? No, no. TMZ is not calling telehope and being like, tell us oh. about your blow pop fetish. That's fair. That's fair. Like, you know, that's just how they would word it. Listen, I'm just pretending to be in TMZ's mind. They want that. They want that article. They're not going to reach out and say, Calvin loves blow pops. They'd be like, what's the story there? But if they went, Calvin from Telehope has a blow pop fetish, people are like, oh my God, let me read more about that. Yeah, me too. Oh my God. <laughs> One thing going back to tour food, Ben got a, it's like a cooler that plugs into the oh, van. Yeah in the van and then we hit up like Aldi or like Kroger and we found it's hard to stay healthy on tour and to eat well. And it's so easy just to go like fast food, every meal and like yeah. garbage and you feel horrible and you haven't had a vegetable. And, uh, so this past tour we hit up Aldi and then had, had food. Sammy's. And- we had Sammy's but bread, some cheap Turkey, some Chipotle Mayo. So good. mustard mustard. So good. Apples, carrots, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and it's fantastic. like so much cheaper. 
so cheap. Aldi is like the super cheap grocery store here. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Okay. I feel like in Canada now, maybe it's just me, but like I find junk food is really cheap. And then the good stuff is like well, super when, when you're trying to feed six people three meals a day for three weeks, it's it's cheaper to make your own sandwiches yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But because yeah. otherwise it's like 40 bucks a meal, even at the cheapest like fast food place. And we spent $44 at a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I could between see that. Three, between just the three of us. Insane. Okay. I was going to say, if it was one person, I'd be like, you must have hit the gym really quickly after that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have this thing that we kind of clue up at the end where it's called a uh, random question generator. So mm. I have no control oh, of this. Nice. <laughs> all right. right. Okay. Let's get into it. No all right. So we I'm just waiting. We all have opinions on random things, so you'll probably get an opinion on this question. All right. And I bet you this is stuff that no one has ever heard of before. I love this Uh, question. What is a hot take you have in life? Oh, Oh my gosh. We talked about this on the last trip. We did. We were like, unpopular opinions. Let's go. Yeah. Hot take. I I have one, but it's kind of mean. Mine is two. (laughs) I feel like mine will top both of yours. Okay. Okay, So um, I say this very respectfully to Zendaya. I don't find Zendaya attractive at all. Boom. I agree. That's my hot take. And that's, I say, nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. (laughs) That's fair. I feel like, listen, I'm glad that she gets Spider-Man. I'm glad that, like, I didn't even know she was a part of Disney or whatever that is, but like, Great, great for you. But then there's tar- points and times where it's like, really, really. It's like, I'm just going by Zendaya. I'm like, no, Beyonce can do that. And Madonna, you are Zendaya because no one understands your last name or wants to even give a shit about your last name. That's why. So all respect to Zendaya. She's cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, I have a hot take. This annoys the crap out of me when people say it, and you actually said it in this podcast. Oh, I think it's so dumb when people say, I went to university. <laughs> How dare you? No, that's fine. Because here we say, like, I went to college, right? I go to a university, not I go. Like, I also think it's dumb when people say, I went to the grocery. Like, oh, see, I, I I'm like, that. no, it's I a grocery that. store. Your grocery Wait, is where you pick there's up. There's something that I I'm say. with you, though. I'm with you. I like you. <laughs> no, I, I know it's a like a. That's fair. Listen, I've heard worse on social media. So if that's what your best is, where you just don't like me saying that I went to university. Yeah, that's like, I, I, if that was like the first oh. trip I ever got on social media, I'd be like, they're already breaking me down. But no, I've heard worse. <laughs> he, he was chirping me because I, I was calling it Thomas the Tank. Oh, oh my instead god! Of, no. Instead of Thomas the Tank Engine, no, it sounds like you're basically saying like Thomas is a tank. It's like <laughs> Thomas is a tank, dude. <laughs> I think my I have a lot of hot takes. I guess I think one of my hot takes is spray tans are like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll go with that. That's <laughs> like spray. I don't know why people it's do them. They're so paint. ugly. They're Listen, just, I'm not saying the people that use them are ugly. I'm just saying it makes no, them no, no. Hey, hey. I'm with you. When I, when I look at like, when, when I went to, well, I didn't go to my prom, but when I went to look at people's prom photos from the crowd that I graduated with, I was like, man, like that girl there was attractive. That's attractive. That guy, I don't know why, but he, he's good looking too. And the next minute they come out to the prom with like the greatest dress. I'm like, okay, good. You clashed yourself up. And then you look like an Oompa Loompa. I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. Why did you do that to yourself? Like now you look back at that like 10 years later and then you will forcefully say, oh my God, I look great. I'm like, no, 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 no. Be honest. I look like orange shit. I'm like, 
Well, it's like a Trump thing. We'll go on to like Trump. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. My my go-to hot take is, I I won't call it so much, like you guys went out of the park with yours. I just figure I don't like all these new Marvel DC movies. Like I don't give a fuck about Ant-Man. Like, listen, I like Paul Rudd. Don't give a fuck about Ant-Man. Do I need another Spider-Man? Spider-Man found his way home? No. Like... (laughs) I like Tobey Maguire. What was wrong with Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3? Yes. No I, offense I, I, to Tom I, Holland. Love I, Tom Holland, but I don't. And Andrew Garfield. Just don't don't need him. I, now there's going to be like said, 10 years time. Oh, go ahead. I thought you said it first. Aldi's has this new, or, or all these new. I was like, Aldi's has like a new product that you hate. <laughs> no, it's just like, I, anyway. I feel like now there's going to be, for the kids that grew up on Tom Holland, Spider-Man yeah. five years time, there's going to be another Spider-Man. And then those kids are going to be like, I like Tom Holland. I'm like, and I like Toby. It's like, stop. Oh, I, like it. I, Garfield, I like Toby. So. I like Toby. Toby's the real one. Yeah, that's fair. But then there's scenes that you see on Instagram where it's like, how did they delete this? And it's like, it's like the Andrew Garfield one where I think it's like uncle Ben comes back and more or less says I had to go away. I'm like, stop it. Like in the original Spider-Man we understand that he's dead. And now you're almost like, sorry, man, I disappeared. I'm like, Oh, and now we're going to have like an uncle Ben movie. Like, no, (laughs) don't need it anymore. Stop it. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji media is our new podcast Four kids flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. It's my hot take. It's not like spicy hot. It's not hot wings, but I'll call it mild. But is the worst thing or the thing that you hate most about tour? Oh, driving late after the show to our hotel. You can't hate that because I always drive I, after no, the I show. Know. Oh, shit. He called you Ari. <laughs> I did that in New York. More the, okay, feel, the feeling of it. Yeah, that's true. That um, is true. But he, feel, he feels your pain and he hates it. Feel our pain. Yeah, it, it's, it's like I'm fine with a lack of sleep, but like. It, it's the after the show, which already ends at like 11 midnight kind of thing. And then driving like two hours after the show. Yeah. I think the thing I hit most is how your whole body clock, like gets shifted five hours. So then you're getting to bed at like two and you're getting up at like 11, not the best yeah. on the body. We, we drive ourselves now. Like we don't have a, a driver or anything. So we just, you know, sleep in the van yeah. until we get to the hotel. And yeah. Adolf? Mine would be uh, a specific time when I cut somebody off in Philadelphia. Philly then, out of all places. Oh, man. Philly. And then he, uh, he like followed us for the next like 15 minutes, like trying to get in the van and like throwing like beer cans and stuff. And it was very scary. So 
just Philly. Yeah, that, that's that, yeah, that's fair. I feel like no one's going to argue that. I feel like Philly people hate Philly too. So I, I do. I don't yeah. drive. I don't. I won't drive in Philly anymore. So these guys take it. <laughs> when you're driving through Philly, was it like your first time driving through Philly, and you're just kind of like, oh man, this is the experience? Because like I feel like if it was your first time, that's going to be your go-to every time. Or was it kind of like, um, oh wow, okay, time, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, th- yeah, leave them, leave them, Mark Philly. We were yeah. nervous coming back. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a town. Is it, you call it a town? I guess it, well, a state. No, it's a city. It's a city. Okay. It's, yeah. They boo Santa Claus, man. Like, you know, yeah. well, they win the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl and then they like burn cars and they like destroyed their roads. city. I'm like, you guys won. You guys won. Yeah. yeah. Montreal is like the same up here. Montreal can win things. And it's like, all right, we're going to just, I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Right. Like I can understand it. Well, let's put it this way. I understand if you're lost, you're upset, but I don't know whose grand idea it was is like, let's be really sooky and real babies about it. I'm like, I don't remember in the nineties people burning and flipping shit when they lost the Super Bowl, but now all of a sudden it's like, Yeah, let's amp it up. We lost. Let's be bigger losers than we ever were. I'm like, that's that's what you want, I guess. For the next random question here, they're asking, let's see, what's a go-to movie that you guys enjoy? Like it can be happy, sad, whatever mode or whatever mood you're in and you just turn it on. Cars. I love cars. All right, Calvin. I, I, I can, I can, I can see you being the child of the group. He's super blow pops and cars. <laughs> I love super Lightning McQueen is the best. Dude. Okay. So I want to add, so before you get in further, when I actually play and I, I feel like this is kind of like how you like, you hated when I say university, there is a group of friends that hate it when I play Mario Kart, because when I get lightninged, I call it getting lightning. Right? I, I, Did you just say Mario? Yeah, man. Mario Kart. You mean Mario, <laughs> Mario Kart? Kart? All right. Fair enough. If you want to call it that way, I'm going to call it Mario Kart. But when I play it and I get lightning, I call it, I yell that someone super McQueened me. And then they're just like, what? Dude, I love that. That's yeah. dope. And then they're just like, what are you talking about? I'm like, man, when I die, you know when you get lightninged, you're going to call, you're going to say you got super McQueen's because you'll remember that I said it. I like I it. it. I like yeah. it. See that, that now that's going to be another thing that you don't like. I can tell by Ben's face there. He's like, oh, he said Mario, not Mario. Mar- what? What is his problem? I don't want a super blow pop from this guy. He can't pronounce Mario. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Like give me an example from one of ye. <laughs> oh now we're, we're gonna make fun of ye come on now i'm a newfoundlander i can say ye. I you, can say that. you can say that i love it um i don't think i've there's there's not many movies i've watched twice like i, I like to watch a new movie every single time but if it's like a i love the office um it's not but movie. it's not on netflix anymore it's still interstellar is probably my favorite movie i've watched that like three or four times it's really good I'm, I'm like not really into movies. I will watch maybe like one or two a year. I do love Christopher Nolan movies. How so. many movies have you watched this year? One. Really? Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay. What about Harry Potter? Oh, I love Harry Potter. The okay. movies are trash. The, are the books are amazing. Bad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a book person. I, I, I think I went to see the first Harry Potter and my dad fell asleep and it ruined it for me. Mm. no if you read the books you'll realize how much they don't put in the movie or the movies i could tell i could so yeah what would be like your biggest pet peeve already said it 
Yeah, I know. University. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to send you for every, now, 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 like when I see you promoting something on social media, it's just going to be an inside joke between us. I'm just going to go university. And then someone's like, why does this guy keep commenting university? I think mine, I'm a very like socially aware person. So when someone else who I'm either talking to, or I'm in a group with like, can't read the signals that people are giving that they want the conversation to end. So like when someone says, well, Hey man, it's been great talking to you, blah, blah, blah. Like don't keep talking the conversation <laughs> yeah. ends because that's what the other person wants. So that's, that's just something. Hey man, that, it's good to see hey you. Hey man, it was great to see you, Tobit. No. Oh, yeah, to <laughs> I'll fall under that category where I know the person's trying to leave, but for me, it's kind of like, it's a game. Oh shit. I forgot to ask this. Now I have to uh, get it out before, but like it, then I'll apologize later. But at the same point, I'm like, should have opened it up with that one. Oh, well then, then you say like, Oh, before you go, I, one, yeah, last that's fair. Yeah. Right. Go. Okay. But it's just, I was talking to a guy a couple of days ago and I said the same phrase three times. I said, Hey, thanks for calling me back. I really appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. And he still kept going three okay. times. That's when you basically got to say, listen, fucker. Goodbye. <laughs> and just hang up. No, that's when you go like, oh, my phone uh, it, 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 is, and then you just hang up for me. I, I can't stand when people like click their fingernails. Oh, uh, I can't do that. I, I don't like, I don't like this though. When I hear, and I'm, I'm the same way where I like keep on hearing the, Oh, I mm. or when I'm watching videos and people like open the cutlery or whatever, and you can hear the, and I'm just like, cut it the fuck out. Like I don't need to hear, I don't need to hear all the noise. Oh my, this guy freaking the way he washes his hands. So I yeah, him this thank you too. for bringing that up. This is horrible. And I stand firm in my beliefs. So we go, I'm passionate about this. We go to the gym and then every day after the gym, you go into the locker room, you wash your hands, get your keys, you leave. This guy walks up to the sink turns on the water, puts soap directly in his hand and then starts washing. Like that is horrible. You gotta, you gotta just get a little splash of water on your hands and then put the soap on. He goes like dry hand soap. That's horrible. See now, now you're, now you see, now you're exposed that university thing. I can just come back and be like, Hey, wash your hands correctly. Come on. What are you it's doing? Horrible. And so I will say, say I'll defend it. Cause then he like, washes it off and then he does like the second he yeah. like does more soap oh okay so it's like a double take yeah if you brush your teeth are you just gonna like are you just gonna put I toothpaste directly <laughs> into your mouth or are you gonna just splash a little water like splash just, water man splash water. if you want to be a man you can just no splash yeah <laughs> you're okay. ready all right that's, that's washing hands that's or fair. when you'll He'll like he'll fake throw up because like it makes me so nauseous. So we'll just be like walking downtown and he goes, ooh, ooh, and it's so annoying. Or I'll put like water in my mouth, and be like, hey, oh, you guys, it's horrible. And it's it just like because one of his one of his life goals is just to make me throw up, and it, it hasn't happened yet. But Not he yet. he got close. It will. It'll happen. I got all right. So, so I want to close it out. Cause I know we went all over the place with everything here, but I want to ask you like, what is a goal that you have for this year or something that you're looking forward to doing next year? Personally, I just want James yeah, personally or professionally, <laughs> personally or professional. I did the saxophone. <laughs> um, so I, this has been our goal for many years, but specifically this year, we want to get 
on a support slot for a nationally touring band and, and be their opener for like a national tour. We have some things in the works, but we'll see if they happen. But that that's like an overall band goal. Personal goals? Quit your job. Quit my job. Um, I don't know what goal. I mean, I started, I just started a new job. So I'm trying to get used to that. So I don't know if I have any goals surrounding that. I don't know. Quitting. Quit it. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of my goals is uh, learning piano and keyboard and becoming like competent at it. Um, to okay. leave this band and be just be called the hope. And then they'll just be called telly. <laughs> Absolutely. No hope. No hope. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I can kind of play keyboard, but I'm not good at it. So one of my goals is to get good at it. So yeah, it's practicing every day. One of my goals is to annoy Calvin now with every time he's going to try to close out a conversation, like, yeah, man, it's great to talk to you. And then I'll be just like, yeah, another thing I want to mention. Then you'll just be like, yeah. you just shut the fuck up. And I'll be like, actually talking about fucking up. And then they'll be like, it's during my time at university. Yeah. You yeah, my time at university. Yeah, like, like, it's like your thing. yeah. 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 Exa- oh, just annoying. And then just be like, you leave. I'd be like, man, what happened? Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin tonight. Our thanks to Telehope for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thank you for listening, and good night. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.